0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're tuned to Radio Kidnappers. Voice of Hawkesbury. This is...
1: The wonderful world of Wardini Books.
0: My pleasure, as always, to have here in the studio the wonderful Lou from Wardini Books a Havelock North. You been well?
1: Yeah, very well. Yourself? Oh,
0: yeah. Can't complain. All the better for seeing you. You know that. I always think that when you wake up in the morning, wow, what a bonus.
1: What? Yeah, just by just waking up in the morning? <laughs> hey, I'm yes. still here.
0: That's right.
1: I'm normally just confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Five cups of coffee later, look at me now, buzzing along. Anyway, three more fabulous books to talk about Mm. today, and the first one is called Eight Gifts for Tifeki, what's that all about? The
1: Eight Gifts of Tifeki, so it's by Steph Matuku, and it's illustrated by Leah Mutton Rogers, Mm. and it's a New Zealand one, and um, there are two little kids playing down on the beach, Tamati and his little sister Aria, and I just put my glasses on because I'd read the story really briefly like that the other day, and been so blown away by the ending that i actually made a noise at the end of it you know I just like, a, ah! <laughs> what
0: a great drawing
1: aren't they so i've just put the specs on to have a look at all the detail under the yeah, ocean it's fabulous yeah so there's all sorts of going on so they're pootling around and they're sliding down the sand dunes and the little um, seagull's got his water wings on
0: yes yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's one of those books that you bought many um, of them before where you can actually look around the page and there's you'd be five minutes on that one page
1: absolutely and little kids would as well i think um has tripped over and she's grazed a leg and she's not a very happy bunny you know parents and (laughs) and recognize that face
0: did right there um
1: so she's kind of like attracted the attention of this person this (gasps) creature and there's this strange bubbly voice isn't that lovely it is yeah What's that horrible noise? Said a strange bubbly voice, and oh, I'm going to have to work on.
0: Yeah. Go on, do your bubbly voice.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm going to
0: have to work on my bubbly
1: voice. Uh, it sounded like Sean Connor. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. It's Tafiki, the yeah. octopus. That's who he yes, is. He's so saying, oh what's up with that kid yeah um and he's like give it to me i'll fix her uh and tamati's like oh i don't think so you know and um in return i'll give you two gifts to fix one for each of your arms here is the gift for your left arm so it gets a gold coin Mm. tamati's got that and then um a pool for the right arm and they're like okay but he's still not quite happy about it tamati Tafiki just steals Arya, just grabs her. Well, you've got my yeah. gifts now, mm. so you owe me that child, you know. It's almost like one of these terrible old fairy stories where yes, the, so like... the wicked one takes the firstborn.
0: Um,
1: so she's gone. She's gone down into the water and, and um, Tama, is like, no, and he chases and he chases. And she's okay down there, but Tafiki has taken Arya into his lair. So he runs home, and I love mm. the cross-section of the home. Yes, and mum there, and of course mum's not very happy about this, that um, you didn't look after your little sister, yeah. you know, that whole thing going on. Um, it, and he wants eight gifts, Tefiki wants eight gifts. So they take them, that's his lair, he's just like got all sorts of stuff mm. in it. And again, put my glasses on, have a good rummage around in Vicky's lair and see what I would like to take out of there. Um, cutting a longer story short... Um, they give He gets all sorts of wonderful gifts. They give Tafiki all sorts of really nice things. And the last gift, Tamati says, you've got to come up here and I need to see Arya and you need to give Aria to me and then I'll give you the eighth gift. It's called a snare! And they grab Tafiki and then pull and pull and mum's in on this as well. So mum's been part of um, trapping Tafiki. And there's an epic battle with the octopus in which Tamati's... Um, got his little patu back or whatever it is and he's just gonna like bash him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but shall i do a spoiler yeah go on it's so good it's to have a happy ending Mum's like oh you kids all right and uh, they're like yep cool and tafiki is is um snared like that nasty old octopus uh tamati smiled tafiki has given us the best gift of all and they eat him oh
0: yeah oh, squid rings <laughs> did you see it coming i thought it might but i thought that, i thought they're gonna <laughs> say oh look yeah, we're going to let you go and everything's nice. We're going to be great yeah, mates forever. Yeah, no, no, they, they, they just ate scoff him. him. <laughs> what a good ending. He's
1: Kaimoana, and that's it. I just thought that was great. That is
0: a great ending. I love it.
1: I quite like when a kid's book gives you a bit of a kick like that, you know, because normally everything's happy yeah. ever after. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's a little I was expecting. Kids,
0: happy was ever like, after. No, there's a bit of a kicker on that one. Broke, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: Do you
0: like squid rings?
1: No, I don't... Don't you? Eat.
0: I don't mind. Oh, I yeah, think they're right,
1: so yeah. intelligent, squid and octopus, that I won't eat yeah, them. Yeah, you wouldn't eat them, no. mm.
0: Well, they didn't think that, did they? they, no, they
1: well, he was a nasty one. He
0: was. Yes, yeah, he a deserved cruss, it. He's a crusty old guy. Oh, dear. Leonard and Hungry Paul. Speaking of squid rings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a great title? <laughs> it is. By Ronan Hessian, an Irish writer, in case you hadn't guessed <laughs> from the name. Um, and it is one of those books that... It's quite hard to find. If when someone comes in and says, "Oh God, I just want a nice book in which nothing terrible happens," mm. this is that book.
0: Oh, do they have those? Yeah, they exist it's a real book, and yeah.
1: this is it. Um, so it's pro- it's in a town. I can't. I don't know if it ever specifies what town it's in. And um, Leonard's mum's just died. He's mid thirties and he's lived with his mum, you know, forever. she just been him and his mum, and they've actually been really good friends, you know, and they've rubbed mm. along well. And although it sounds strange that a grown man is still living with his mother, yes. it's you know it just well, you know we've always just got on well and it's been fine. And then he's grieving because he's he's kind of his good mate that he sits on the sofa with in the evening and watches TV. She's gone. Mm. His best friend is Hungry Paul, who's a similar age, mid thirties. Hungry Paul lives with his parents, <laughs> his <laughs> mum and dad, and. um So Leonard's visiting more because he's he's quite lonely and stuff and and he's he's around there most nights and they play board games and they do sort of nice gentle things and they have philosophical conversations. Leonard is a a children's book um, writer. So um, he sits and does these, what he thinks of as quite, the market wants these quite boring children's Mm. books and he's got this plan for an amazing kid's book in his head about Romans and and things. Um, And Hungry Paul... Keeps his Mondays free in case the post office want him as a relief postal worker. And that's pretty much all he does.
0: Is that his nickname, Hungry Paul? Hungry Paul. He's
1: only ever referred to as Hungry Paul in this book. And really, it is then a novel of the things that happen to Leonard and Hungry Paul. So there is a love interest at Mm. some point for one of them. There's a lot of thinking and a lot of sitting and a lot of philosophizing over board games. And Hungry Paul's sister, Grace, is getting married. And so there are lengthy phone conversations about the wedding. She's a hyper-organizer. And probably quite a pivotal thing is that she thinks Paul is just like languishing, Hungry Paul. And he needs to be independent and do something and succeed at something. So the whole conversation is, well, what's a successful person? exactly. You know? it's quiet and it's gentle and it's kind and it's really really funny
0: do those books that just meander i mean i, I just love a, 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 an easy book where you think oh well that was pretty good and no one got killed and uh you know no one ran off or someone <laughs> do those books sell uh, or, or do people like the old tragedy here and the killing there and the bad news there yeah.
1: i think people do like the drama don't mm, they yes you know, they do um there's one that i'll review next week for you that the, the first quarter of it is the most depressing thing mm. that I've read in a very long time. Mm.
0: Well, that must be depressing. Though.
1: I'll tell you about that. But yes, exactly. But yeah, I think there is a market for this. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, there was that beautiful book called Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine. And she wasn't completely fine, but that was a gentle, lovely book. But there were some dark moments for Eleanor in that. And in this one, really, this is just normal life mm. stuff. But opportunities do come in the way of quiet, gentle people. Mm. And it's a celebration of quiet, gentle people.
0: Who's going to read that book?
1: Oh, lots of people, I think, um, I because of the humour. Someone that wants a funny book as well, because yes. I actually ended up reading some bits out to Gareth and some yeah. friends that we had round as well. So listen to this. You know. <laughs> it's just there's, there's an element of ordinary, everyday life comedy, you know, when something yeah. happens and it's just really funny.
0: And that's all of us. We could all relate to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that's uh, Leonard and Hungry Paul. Put that on your list. Yeah. And the last book we're going to talk about today is The Sentence.
1: This is also a fabulous book. It's quite epic in its reach of historical events and, well, recent historical Mm. events so it's by Louise Erdrich she's won the Pulitzer Prize quite recently with The Night Watchman but this is her brand new one The Sentence and it starts off we're in America we're in Minnesota our main character Tookie is a Native American woman and she commits a crime kind of of passion she's trying to appease a person that she's got a big crush on Mm. and she's steals a body oh yes as you do <laughs> yeah as you do and it kind of all turns to custard so not only has she stolen this body but there was something else going on with this body that means that she gets um, sentenced for grand larceny and sentenced to 60 years in prison wow. so it's all turned to custard very quickly for this poor woman Tukey. and um then you kind of so the sentence is her sentence mm-hmm. to begin with. And then it becomes to do with books because she is, after 10 years, released because more evidence has come mm. to light. And righty, righty, right. it wasn't as bad as everybody thought. Um, and while she's been in prison, she has got this encyclopedic knowledge of books. She's read and she's read and she's done things with the library. And she's a very literary person. And her old teacher gets her a job at a bookstore, which is Really cool, because Louise Erdrich, the author, owns a bookstore in Minnesota called Birch Bark Books. And she is a minor character in her own novel, this novel. So Tookie goes mm. and works at Louise's bookshop. And um, she also meets the the um, the tribal cop that arrested her. She me- re-meets well, him, and they get married.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't read about that, would you? <laughs> you, wouldn't,
1: you wouldn't read about that. So that's all going on. And then another pivotal thing in here, I'll just give you the, the pivotal bits. Um the bookshop's most irritating customer dies. Mm. She comes back to haunt the bookshop. So she's its most irritating oh, really? ghost. <laughs> That's quite a complicated thing going on. And it yeah. also spans COVID and lockdowns mm. and the terror, because we've not had that terror here of everybody getting it in you know yeah. thousands upon thousands of people dying and that's touched upon in here and also the George Floyd murder by mm. the police officer wow, it's cool. so there's all sorts going on in there and it's Tookie's journey through all of this and her trauma and her because she's quite the sort of you just imagine her as this small very tough woman you know that's been through all these things yeah. and um, there's a lot of life and a lot of characters and friendships and relationships within her um step family the family that she's taken on and it was just beautiful mm. yeah
0: will we be uplifted when we get to the end
1: yeah it's a very uplifting book because she's she's great she's got to work through a lot of things but she's not seeing them as deep dark trauma mm. she's just getting up every day and sorting it out
0: just living life yeah what do you give it out of 10
1: 10 out of 10 I, I want to go back and read all her other books
0: oh, good on you mm. alright uh, if we need any of those fabulous books where do we get them
1: oh, all books thank you see you next week that's the book
0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.